the NBA loses all credibility, and the big conference has a big disconnect. Time to sideline the agenda. Welcome to Sideline the Agenda, sports podcast done right. My name is Scott. With me is Kevin and Chris. Big trouble in big conference, and we've got fair foul coming up. But first, it is no secret that the NBA has become openly political and an openly political social justice machine. Social justice slogans line the back of players' jerseys, and coaches wear name tags that proclaim racial justice. Yet after endless platitudes and lectures about racism and inequality, the league has been presented with an opportunity to prove they genuinely believe in those sentiments. Friday night during game three of the first round of the NBA playoffs, we saw Los Angeles Clippers Montrez Harrell call Dallas Mavericks Luka Doncic a bitch-ass white boy. And so far, there has been no reaction from the NBA. Harrell is black. And Luca is, of course, white. There is such a terrible double standard here. Reverse the scenario, if you will. And there is no doubt that the outrage mob would be demanding that the NBA drop the hammer denouncing the white supremacist Maverick player. But instead, silence, cover up, act as if nothing happened. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong all the time. Not just when it fits your narrative. If you are for unity and against racism and bigotry, you're against it all the time. So guys, uh, what should the NBA's reaction be to Montrez Harrell? Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that we're, there actually would be a, a reaction of, of some kind. So far, we haven't heard anything whatsoever. And yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, if, if you talk the talk, are you, are you going to walk the walk? You know, we've been seeing this for, for weeks and weeks and months and months. And I mean, even spanning several years now, uh, the, the beating the drum of equality and, and unity. But it, I mean, we've seen this scenario play out in so many different aspects uh, in, in reality in this world of if it doesn't fit the narrative that the agenda is pushing, it doesn't get covered. I mean, how many times have we seen Black people getting killed, getting beaten up, getting stabbed. Uh, but Black Lives Matter is nowhere to be found. And oftentimes it's the Black Lives Matter and their movement that are actually doing it. You know, we, we've seen David Dorn, a, a police officer, get, get murdered in, in cold blood. And there was no outrage from, from Black Lives Matter. Uh, yet they have that plastered on the court in the NBA. And we, we have a situation here um, where... Crickets again, nothing, no, no response. Is it because it's a black guy saying it to a white guy? But I thought we're all about equality and unity. It, race doesn't matter here. And then, let me let me make one thing pretty clear here: we're no soy boy beta cucks over here. We don't really care what these people say. Uh, we don't get all offended and and butt hurt by by stuff like this. We're not really actually. Uh, campaigning for this guy to be suspended and fined and get, and have the, the book thrown at him over what he said out there on the court. Uh, you know, freedom of speech is freedom of speech. You got the right to say whatever you want as long as you're not trying to physically harm somebody or incite violence against them. You know, uh, part of me is thinking that this is probably why they're piping in all that crowd noise. Maybe they knew that, hey, these guys see a lot of crap down there on the on the court that we don't really want these people hearing because it doesn't fit our narrative. It doesn't fit our agenda. 
Um, so, so I mean, again, to your point, I mean, if you reverse the situation where it's Luka Doncic saying something like this to uh, uh, Montrezl Harrell, I mean, you've got all the typical SJW beat writers over at ESPN, Yahoo Sports. Oh man, they would be just pumping out article after article, just ripping this guy to shreds and calling for who knows what suspensions, fines, uh, and, and probably not single game eject, eject, uh, suspensions, probably multiple. Uh, we saw uh, Giannis uh, a couple weeks ago headbutt uh, Mo Wagner. Uh, again, another black guy on another white guy, and he got suspended. You know, the NBA did something about that one, but it was it was one game. Uh, didn't really come after him too hard for that. So, yeah, you know, it's it's the double standard, especially when it doesn't fit the narrative. It gets swept under the rug, doesn't get the the coverage that it deserves. And, uh, you know, it's 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 sad, you know, the NBA to, to not say anything whatsoever. We did see Montrez, you know, go out and give a an apology. <laughs> he, he's saying out there on the court to Luca. Basically, they just went out there and, and squash it real quick because because that's how it should be. It's really not that big of a deal. Whatever. He said something in the in the heat of the moment that just re- revealed something about his character. And that's why you don't want to censor people's speech that's why they need to have the freedom of speech because when you're allowed to talk then you can really see who the actual bigots are out there you can really see people reveal their character and now since you know because they've come out and they said it they're not being censored they're not self-censoring now you can decide who are the type of people that you want to associate yourselves with and the other people that you don't when you're out there preventing people from speaking censoring everything sweeping stuff under the rug you know the the it's a lot tougher to see, you know, who are the real people, who are the fakes. Uh, so very disappointed in the NBA after all this propaganda that they've been shoving down our throats that they have a perfect situation to, to uh, you know, walk the walk and uh, crickets, nothing. Who knows? I mean, maybe a decision is still coming, but I'm going to push back on you a little bit in the sense that I agree. Like, I, I think people should be able to, you know, say what they want and expose who they really are. And I think that in the heat of a moment, if you say something like this, you expose exactly who you are. And yep. um, I think, though, at the same time, that decency has to come into play. And you, you, you do need to treat each other with respect. And I get that there's probably trash talk happening, you know, 10 times more than we're ever conscious of, especially, you know, probably a main reason why they didn't want that uh, audience uh, noise piped in. Yeah. Um, but what he said, and then in the wake of all the social justice slogans that are on the backs, literally, of most of the players on the court you know, this newfound wokeness that the NBA is proclaiming, the hypocrisy, it's like you can choke on it. It's it like this is perfect layup example of, of how and when the league should step in and and should say, hey, uh-uh, you're not doing this. And, and I actually do think he should get suspended. I think that this was regular season. None of this, you know, uh, po- uh, 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 posturing took place. Uh, this NBA bubble posturing took place and this was just regular season last year. And it was just, you know, these guys, you know, in the heat of the moment says something exposes himself for, for not being a very decent human being. Um, but then they, you know, come mid court, whatever, squash it. Okay. But it's because you placed your product forward and said, Oh no, 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 we are above this. You know, we're woke. You guys aren't woke. You simpletons out there watching this, you Neanderthals watching this product, you need to be taught. You need to be preached to, you need to become woke too. But they just expose themselves for the hypocr- the hypocrites that they are. And by not doing something, 
makes them come across as that much more um, um, untrusting. And uh, it, it just exposes the weakness, just, just the charade that this actually has been. Kevin, I'm curious about what your thoughts are. Yeah, hypocrites for sure. I just got off a boat, guys. I don't know what's going on. Um, no, uh, I, I, of course, you guys, you guys knocked it on the nail. So um, hypocrites for sure. When the hit, when the S hits the fan, I don't want to cuss, but when it hits the fan, we're going to start seeing uh, the true colors come out. Uh, I, I think it's pretty. Um, from from in my opinion, in my life, uh, grew up in L.A. Uh, I think it's pretty fitting. Anytime you have a hot game and you're averaging triple doubles and you're pretty much scoring at will, uh, you hear that name come out all the time. I've been called that several <laughs> times uh, when on hot street on the court um, several times. So I feel like Luca uh, in, in the NBA has probably heard that a hundred million times and it probably doesn't face him. Not one bit. Um, I know that they had a little scuffle in the beginning of the game. What, like five minutes in or whatnot where um, yeah. Montreal jumped over his back and then they turned around yeah, and went the opposite yeah. end. Accusing him of flopping too easily too. Uh, yeah. Apparently Luca was just throwing some shade at him. He, he he didn't, he looked at him when he was knocked down on the ground, but Luca popped up and he looked down at the ground at him and then kind of walked away and you're not supposed to do that. You're fronting or whatever, you know, like the whole unsaid rules, you know, of, of, of respect, you know, uh, 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 came apparent and apparently that really uh, ticked off, uh, ticked off Montrez. Yeah, ticked him off. And, and um, it really just if he was so close to him jumping o- of, over his back, you know, it's behind, you know, behind your back, you know, uh, that they tripped up. But I just want to point out that hey, if you're not scoring uh, averaging triple doubles, uh, you don't really get this reaction. Again, we've been talking about this reaction and we've been talking about this chipperness that we're going to see and we're going to continue to see inside this bubble. So I need you just to subscribe right now because we're already bringing this up. And also, Luke had a hell of a game today. Man, he closed on boys. He closed those doors uh, on on the Clippers today. And he scored, what, 43 points, uh, went 17 boards and 13 assists. Man, that guy is – he's scoring at will. So he's going to get this aggravated attention towards him. Um, He's a star player. What can you do? I got to bring this up because it irked the hell out of me. Because you're absolutely right. He had a wonderful game today. Uh, really didn't went into overtime, and I think it was what 135, 133. Luca hit the game winning shot. Buzzer beater. Buzzer beater. Absolutely. And uh, TNT's abysmal coverage. Um, <laughs> you know, with that uh, joke of a commentator, Shaquille O'Neal. Who just sits there and mumbles, gets paid to mumble and breathe and like hate on uh, Charles Barkley. Um, he just he wouldn't give uh, Luca any love. He was like, "Yo, I ain't nothing. I don't want to know. What's the big deal? Oh, no, we've seen this before. We've seen this before." Are you telling me he's having that reaction if Luca ain't white? I'm just saying it. You know, yeah, highly he's doubtful. completely reacting that way. Like, like it was, it, I mean, th- these guys are all sitting there, you know, uh, Ernie and all of them were just like, what, what are you talking about, dude? He's like, oh, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing. I see this happening all the time. Yo, get my shakaroni pizza. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, it, just, it just drove me nuts because it had, yeah. it just, it felt dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like these yeah. guys are, are, are basketball commentators, you know, like there's nothing wrong with being like, hey. Luca had a hell of a game, man. That guy can ball. Like, like it, he wouldn't even Shaq wouldn't even say that. He he was like, oh, I don't know, you, you know, you know, you know, you know that. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that has everything to do with the fact that, in my opinion, Luca's white. I don't know. Am I wrong? 
No, not at all. But uh, I mean, to your point earlier, uh, we're we're not the ones that made these rules. You know, the NBA right. made these rules. They're the ones that that have been pushing this. So if we're going to hold the NBA to their own standards, the own rules that they've been pushing out, then absolutely he should no doubt be suspended for this. He should be even fined for this. He should absolutely be reprimanded. We should be hearing from the NBA. Now, we don't necessarily go along with all the rules the NBA is putting out. And from that standpoint, you know, whatever. But uh, no, absolutely. It, you know, people despise fakes. They despise hypocrites. They despise liars. There's a reason why the NBA has seen almost a 50%, I think it's 45 last, last I heard, almost a 50% drop in their viewership because people can tell the fake when they see one and they don't enjoy being lectured especially, you know, just blatant political propaganda. They're basically a, a, an extension of the Democratic Party at this point. So, you know, NBA, shame on you. You got you guys got to say something about this. You, you got to do something. You're, you're the ones that have made these rules. So why don't you enforce them? But again, because it doesn't fit your narrative, you know, get swept under the rug. And I think that's what, that what bothers everybody. I mean, it bothers yeah. me because it, you've already set the precedence with uh, what you deem acceptable and unacceptable and when just the definition of what you are claiming to stand against happens you know you sit there silent so i thought silence was violence you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where where are where is everybody and again like i i get i get what you're saying chris and i agree with you like i i'm not looking to make a mountain out of a mohill here but i know that if god forbid that 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 the roles were reversed yep does Luca even stay yep. in the league? Like, yeah, it's do, a good point. Do they Scott. let him? Do they let him? Go ahead, Kevin. I mean, do they do they let him stay in the league? Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, even looking back to last year, you remember Kyle Lowry had that couple games where he, some a fan was yelling at him, and he made a big deal about it. And um, there was, yeah. Uh, now it was like fans were being watched. You got to watch what you say, you know, especially when you're talking to the to the players. Um, and That's right. Then and then this happens, and it's like, well, what what? what's going to happen with with a player that's a professional <laughs> and that was caught on video that him saying what he said there's got to be repercussions yeah I mean, otherwise there's no equality and you're a big hypocrite and you're going to get even less viewers and people are going to be watching us instead of them hey yeah, they'll Kev be better off yeah, for it <laughs> yeah kevin when you mentioned the uh, the stats earlier of uh, luka doncic 43 points 17 rebounds uh, 13 assists. Yeah, 13. And uh, Mon yeah, Montrez Harrell. Oh, not to mention game-winning three-pointer. Down one, buzzer-beating, game-winning three-pointer to tie the series. And also, the Clippers are damn lucky to be 2-2 at this point because Porzingis got ejected questionably in game one. Luka went out in game three with, the, with, three with a sprained ankle. Yeah. And there was no Porzingis today. Dallas obviously won. But they're lucky this is 2-2. The Dallas could easily be up 3-1 at this point if they didn't get those you know, somewhat breaks. But uh, back to the stat line, Montrez Harrell, uh, one rebound, one assist, two points. 
who's the bitch now? Yeah, and that that's exactly what we're talking. I mean, that's exactly the point. When you play these games, when you play basketball and you shine, you usually get the the person that is not playing good basketball, the one mouthing off, talking yep. all this, trying to get in the other players' heads. And yeah, who flopped on the floor? So who really is the bitch ass? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, point. totally a, a character revealing moment for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I think Montrez Harrell <laughs> exposed himself as a bitch ass racist. <laughs> That's what I think he exposed. By the way, Mon- Montrez, you know, it's M O N T R E Z L. I mean, not to not to, you know, throw shade on a guy for his his name, but it's like it's like is it cuz he wanted the option or his parents gave him the option to either be Montrez or Montrell? Either way, yeah, he should be suspended. <laughs> either way. <laughs> Absolutely right. Well, uh, you know, it's it's just sad to see. It's a sad state with the NBA that uh, it's it's gone this far. I mean, again, we were chatting the other day about uh, you know the um, that uh, Last Dance documentary and really just kind of uh, the glory days of '90s, mid '90s basketball, and Absolutely. how far the product has fallen and how quickly it falls and continues to fall. I mean, even that you have a dynasty, and again, I realize that teams come in and out of power all the time, but it's like, you know, you have the Golden State Warriors all stoked off of getting their number two pick, you know. Um, Like, they've gone from just a a, a dynasty talk to to basement, bargain basement hunting for um, their next uh, potential lift. And um, this this is all supposed to be, you know, good stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's not it's it's just a sad state to see that the NBA is is um, what it is today. And it's not yeah. a very good product. I, yeah, for sure. And the lack of fans out there, no home court advantage. It it, it, it sucks. It's it's not entertaining. Uh, the, the fake crowd noise. It's 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 like a fake reality show. Uh, it, it's it's not entertaining for for sure, and especially I mean these scores we've mentioned it so many times. There's no defense, and you know I I guess if one thing maybe one reason why Shaq isn't trying to give anyone credit is because he knows there's no defense out there, there's no rim protector out there, there's nothing stopping these guys. Any little ticky tack touch is a is a foul nowadays. But I mean the Clippers they were supposed to be rough riders. They're supposed to be big defensive team. You know Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, who was a no show today and in this series, they're supposed to be the two of the best two way players in the league. And they can't stop this guy. He's torching them. Uh, to, you know it's it's two two. And like I said earlier, they, they're lucky it's two two. It could be three one at this point. Yes, yeah, they didn't catch a couple breaks. Speaking of suck and no defense, the Nets, you guys suck. You guys got swept today. The Raptors swept you. I mean, this is part of the problem as well. I mean, KD and 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 um um what's his name? Kyrie Irving. Yeah. They should have been out on the they should have been forced out on the on the court. And if they're That's ready to bad. go at least somewhat cuz they just suck out there. Yeah, they literally yeah, they would have nobody, been a, the Nets. Yeah, I mean, they, all of they, them are opted yeah. out because of the coronavirus or, or yeah. were injured, you know, and, and uh, that, that was just a sad state to see the Nets, yeah. how they, they went from actual contenders to like, I mean, I think they were calling guys up from high school, you know, to, to, yeah. to, to play. It was <laughs> Yeah, it's it's too bad because they would have been a real dark horse in, in this Absolutely. tournament, this little mini style tournament. You, you throw those two guys out there and, you know, they could have made some noise and Apparently, they're not too concerned about their legacy because if they went out there and they made the finals and, you know, they they did something this year, man, that would just be huge for their for their career and and for their their legacy. 
that it would have been no big deal. James (laughs) James Harden did that last week. (laughs) James Harden did that last week. No big deal. Yeah, this guy's putting up James Harden in even better numbers. And Harden is, uh, you know, Charles Barkley said last week, oh, he's the best one-on-one player I've ever seen. Like, are you serious? In a league that plays no defense, this guy's whole game is built on drawing fouls or uh, stretching the boundaries of traveling. (laughs) How come in the playoffs in past years, every time he runs up against a good team, he shrinks? Yeah, the Euro step he leans on. Yeah, there's no defense in this league. He's the best one-on-one player. Yeah, right, dude. Michael this, Jordan would just wreck this fool. Kobe Bryant would wreck this guy. It, it's no. Seems the to be, so-called yeah. zero step before he does his step back to hit his three. Like, when did that yeah. come into pro? Because yeah. pro, pro, they want to see more more points now. It's. I, I think they know they've got no viewers, so they're trying to stoke up some kind of controversial interest of, of some kind to maybe get people to tune in. Like, Charles Barkley said what? Shaq said what? Yeah, oh, this guy on the court clickbait. said what? Oh yep. man, we got, we got to see what's going on here. That's right, and it gets us talking about it too. There's definitely agenda. I think that I think you hit it on the head. It's 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 a little bit of clickbait. All right, well let's move on, and we want to invite you guys to join the agenda, to sideline the agenda, by subscribing to our videos. Hit the notification bell, and uh, be sure to like and subscribe, and all those good things. You can also follow us on Twitter at sideline agenda, and of course we are on Instagram and Parlor at sideline the agenda sideline agenda sports podcast done right okay moving on to ncaa football uh first year big conference commissioner kevin warren has taken a lot of heat publicly after canceling the fall 2020 athletic season and he will continue to receive flack after a recent report stated that every big athletic director was in favor of playing this fall something that Warren did not present to conference presidents and chancellors. So fellas, uh, does this prove the cancel agenda? And should this be Kevin Warren's last year as the big conference commissioner? Yeah, Big Ten first year one and done. (laughs) I mean, how do you do this? How do you have every single athletic director especially from humongous programs like Michigan and Ohio State and Nebraska and the list goes on. How do you have all of them saying, yeah, we're, we're ready to go. We're following all these guidelines. We want to play. All the kids want to play. All the coaches want to play. We want to play. And this guy apparently wasn't even really in too much contact with them. And he goes to the, the board of the presidents and chancellors and doesn't even recommend that hey all these guys want to play and just says yeah let's let's shut down this is this is ridiculous he had his mind made up who knows uh, if he made it up on his own or if he was told to do this um but it's it's a shame because the the economic impact that's that's hitting all these schools and all these towns is massive it's it's not right um we've seen numerous programs uh, i forget the college off the top of my head right now but they had to shut down i think it was like nine or ten of their uh, sports league uh, teams, um, some of the, the the smaller known teams like you know tennis or uh, yeah swimming or golf or swimming yeah stuff like that they they had to shut those programs down that sucks for those kids and and they should be mad at this guy you know there's parents that were out there protesting because he put out a letter explaining why he did it and they were like you don't even really give us any good reasons or even much information in this letter so they're out there protesting saying why are you shutting down and demanding more information. And other schools like like Nebraska, they've had to furlough pretty much all of their athletic employees 
uh, and give them a 10% pay cut because they're trying to save money because these schools are losing millions, tens of millions, some as much as a hundred million dollars because of this. And, and it's, it's ridiculous. It's definitely an agenda. And he had his mind made up. You got all of them in your conference saying we want to go. And some of them even tried to get out, but the conference blocked them. I know we talked about this before that if there was a way for them to get out, they would. Uh, Nebraska was trying to uh, field some some games, but they were blocked and they weren't allowed. And this guy, yeah, his first year commissioner. So, you know, one and done. <laughs> he should definitely be one and done. Yeah, it's it's definitely the, the point worth making is the financial impact on the communities and the universities and schools. I mean, like yeah. you were mentioning with uh, Iowa athletics uh, cutting uh, – several sports and 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 like you said they're they're approximating a hundred million dollars uh, a deficit this year because of that i mean that's that's a lot of money Man. and i was also reading an article about um the mayor of uh bloomington indiana where indiana university is you know you think indiana middle of nowhere who cares um maybe they get a couple bucks for for sports in the area no they're expecting a 30 million dollar loss just for fall sports alone you know, there's a lot of money. There's a lot of there, there's a lot of lives affected by these decisions. Uh, Kevin, what do you think of uh, Kevin Warren's decision? Um, you know, cutting the Big Ten and uh, the, the the fall sports. Um, yeah, I'm just ashamed right now that he's got my same name. So <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with this guy's in my mind. He doesn't he doesn't take in consideration all all of his ads that work under him. That's feeding him the information. Who does this guy think he is? Is he is he Mr. King James like that? Honestly, that's what you're running over there. You're running a, not a democracy anymore. So you're just basically just going to throw out all this money, put people in lives and families jeopardy as long along with the players and the coaches that actually want to put the f season forward. You're going to throw that all out because you feel some sort of way. You obviously didn't do what you were what you were told or what. Uh, the rest of the ads were informing you and uh you went you went and did your own thing so that's why people are mad that's why people are protesting and this guy is gonna get fired and if he doesn't get fired it's a huge injustice to the whole big 10 i'm calling it right now guys prediction number one well we've already said it i'm just reaffirming it they're gonna go rogue they're gonna get out of the town and they're gonna go <laughs> we're still gonna play football kevin this is a big and your your time is up. Once you get fired, we're gonna replace you, impeach you, whatever needs to happen. We want to play. We want to play football. And yeah, that's what I, I'm predicting. I think yeah. the holiday awesome. holiday time for sure will will open up some opportunity for that. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say some uh, a word uh, or two in defense of Kevin Warren because I truly believe that he's working at the behest of the presidents and the chancellors of the college. I think that he his hands were tied um this is an individual who is getting a unanimous um uh reaction from his athletic directors who are uh, you know they're not they're not just kind of making up their own opinion here they're going off of the the uh the advice of medical experts and whatnot in regards to to the risks of covid and and playing and 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 all of those they're taking that all into consideration and I believe that all the athletic directors were telling him that they all wanted to play and feel that they could play safely and, and, and make it happen. And at the same time, you have these chancellors and presidents who are virtue signaling to a larger uh, political conglomerate, um, especially in a lot of these states that tend to, uh, to, to, to be blue. Um, and there is a definite agenda afoot to 
to cripple America financially, to cripple them um, emotionally, to to make things, keep things bad and challenging until November, until the election. Um, and I think that that's completely what's afoot here. And I don't know if it's completely uh, Kevin Warren's fault here. I, I don't know. I'm curious what you think about that, Chris. No, I think you make a great point. I mean, I want to scapegoat this guy 100%. Uh, but I mean, you think he would at least put up more of a fight, but no, I mean, he's, he's going to be doing what he's told to do pretty much. He's, he's a first year guy in there. He's, uh, they didn't put him in there for no reason. I don't think that, uh, he's going to try and buck the system and and go against them. He's, he's going to be a yes man. He's going to do what those, those presidents and those chancellors say. And uh, again, I mean, he, he might've felt this same way. Uh, the entire time and, and wasn't going to do what the athletic directors wanted to do anyways. Um, See, that's, I think a, that's a good it. point. I mean, and yeah. that's something I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. And he could actually be in on that agenda, believing that, you know, it should stay shut down um, for those yeah. for those purposes and that he's his hands aren't clean in this either. And, th- and that's a good point. I, I didn't yeah. even really thought about that. Um, but there's just again, the, the economic challenges that these universities are going to face that these these schools of athletics are going to 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 encounter uh it's gonna be it's gonna be massive and it's going to it's gonna echo far past 2020 and 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 it's going to affect a lot of these smaller schools or these schools that for instance you know the iowa you know buckeyes it's like they're they're guys Hawkeyes, excuse me, I said Buckeyes. Hawkeyes, thank you for that. Um, like they're they're like I think most people notice them, see them, you know what I mean, recognize them. But I don't think that they're the the, the a team that 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 pops you know top of mind when you think about NCAA football, you know. Right. And these programs, you know, are, are are going to struggle, and and they're that's just one that we know about. I mean, how many more out there are just going to to have to really weather this storm? And then what what is going to be the effect in the long term? I mean, maybe maybe the conference is breaking up is going to be ultimately the only option, you know, that the, that the, 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 the rich get richer and, and the poor just uh, fall apart and hope to survive. Yeah. We talked about this a, a couple episodes ago when we went in depth on the, the NCAA shutdown uh, to where the, the big schools that make the big money, they're just going to get even bigger and better because they're going to be the ones that still have money. They're going to be the ones that are going to be able to recruit these guys uh, to where all as all these other smaller schools, they're just not going to be competitive at all. Um, and, and to your point about the agenda being to make everything pretty much as bad as possible, at least until November, if you have most of America feeling some kind of bad effect, uh, whether it be from the lockdown, from the virus, from not being able to play, not being able to go to school. I mean, the list goes on and on. If you're going to have all these people in some kind of form of misery, uh, then they're pre- they're presented with an option to change. They're going to most likely, at least the agenda thinks, try to vote for some change. Vote for, for something that's going to go back to how things used to be before Orange Man Bad got in there. So, I mean, there's definitely a, a don't let a good. Uh, what was the famous quote? Don't yeah, let a, um, yeah. From, a good uh, uh, Hillary said uh, that right. Don't let no, a good a tragedy was, uh, or something go unused or something like that. Or you can't let it go to waste. Yeah, uh, 
Don't let a good thing go to waste. We'll get our no. stat guy on that. Hey, stat yeah. guy. <laughs> Look at that. I can't believe but, I can't think of it right now. No, it was uh it wasn't Hillary exactly. It was uh the guy from Chicago that used to be uh one of Obama's mentors, Rahm Emanuel. Can't get a can't let a good crisis go to waste. Good there crisis go to waste. That's right. <laughs> And it, it to me, you can't convince me that that's not what's happening because you look at the statistics. I mean, it's like if you're the, the deaths of COVID-19, 55 and above is 90 percent of the deaths. And the percentage right. of those with pre-existing conditions is probably 90 percent as well. And the other 10 percent probably didn't know they had pre-existing conditions. And the stats that are not in and that have yet to be revealed. I mean, there's a huge difference from dying of covid and dying with COVID. COVID as well. Exactly. And and we we don't know. I, I got to say this just real quick. I mean, these guys know that I had a, a, a brief allergic reaction to something. And so I had to go into the hospital. But the point is, is that they ended up giving me uh, the test, the, the 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 nasal swab, which is more like like a spear to the brain um, twice. <laughs> they go in each nostril and boy, they go deep. Oh, man. Like in your brain, like you, I could taste it. I could taste it. Um, anyway, uh, but I digress. The point is, is that I got, when I was sitting there with the doctor, uh, having getting swabbed, I was like, you know what? I actually think I had coronavirus in late January. And it was just like, uh, so my point, so I was asking him, I'm like, what's the deal with, if you know, if you already had it, like, can you get it again? Uh, what's the likelihood of getting it again? How will that affect you? You know, and and the funny thing is, is that he just did not want to engage in that conversation. It was bizarre. It was like pulling teeth to get the guy to a say whether or not they knew whether or not you could end up getting it again, and and and. All he really chose to do is continue to berate me and go, well, you're doing the right thing, right? You're wearing your mask, right? You're, you're uh, uh, social distancing, right? And it's like, yeah, of course, I'm doing all those things. But I would like to know whether or not I could get it if I've already had it. Uh, and why do we not know that? Why, why have we not tried to find that out? If we do know that, or, or, you know, how come people don't know whether or not that is a possibility? Because if those that have already had it know that they can't get it again, well, then that opens life up, doesn't it? You could go back to yeah. work. And if you haven't had it and you get tested for your, your antibodies or whatever and to see if whether or not you've had the disease or not, the virus or not, you could, you could, you could, you stay home. And so the people that are affected stay home and stay, you know, and, and the point is, is that life could move on and move forward and it seems like they're not interested this was supposed to lessen the curve remember yeah we were supposed to lessen the curve just two weeks just two weeks to keep people <laughs> to, to keep uh, keep the sick from flooding the hospital yeah. system hospital systems not flooded i mean i went to the er and like i said it was it was i mean there was people there because i, I live in a heavily crowded community but I mean, I, I got I got seen in a relatively decent amount of time. Like, I mean, they did a great job. Point is, is that I'm not seeing the death and destruction that you you read about in the headlines, you know, and in the newspapers. And so it just makes you go, hmm. It makes you go, geez, what's what's afoot here? What's the true agenda here? And boy, does that seem to be spilling into everything else? Definitely into schools. Definitely into college sports. Definitely into the things that we take pleasure in, or the things that we we you know uh, have life experience with, and it all seems to have this November fourth deadline yep. 
Um, so it should be really interesting to see what totally. takes place. Um, I think if Orange Man continues, uh, it's going to last a lot longer. Um, but it's all pretty sad to see uh, um, how it's all affecting everybody in such a negative way. And 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 the 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 line isn't how can we continue life and push on. It's oh my God, we how do, you know how can we just hide in our caves and not interact with anybody and uh, be miserable for as long as possible. Yeah. Seemingly. <laughs> That's my two cents. That's my little soapbox there. Yeah. Well, those that uh, I think is a famous Ben Franklin quote that I might butcher right now, but basically the gist is those that sacrifice their, their liberty for some security will get and deserve neither. That's a great quote. And I'm going to see that quote and raise you a uh, Mark Twain butchered <laughs> quote and that it's easier to uh, convince somebody. It's easier to convince somebody of a lie opposed to convince somebody that they've been lied to. Yeah. And of course, that's yeah. not the direct quote, but that's kind of the idea anyway. And that's why you're watching this show. And that's why we appreciate you and uh, 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 do our best to to help. Uh, highlight and then hopefully sideline that event uh, agenda. So let's go ahead and move on. Let's move on to fair or foul. Um, these are our hot takes on hot topics in sports. We've got uh, Ton Brenneman, the uh, Cincinnati Reds uh, uh, play by player. He was pulled from Fox NFL games for using the an anti slur on his air on air during Reds con uh, Reds contest. Chris, is this fair or foul? I mean, th this is fair. I mean, good for you, MLB, actually sticking true to your, uh, <laughs> you know, the type of rules that you set up. Wish the NBA would do something similar. I mean, come on, man. You, you're, you've been an announcer for so long. You should know better. You're on a hot mic. Don't talk like that unless you're off the mic. <laughs> this is fair. Kevin, what do you got? Fair foul. Yeah, absolutely. What a moron. <laughs> you're on a hot mic, dude. Professionally speaking, you should know not to talk about that with your coworkers. But uh, not smart, man. This is fair. I mean, dangerous thing to sit there with a hot mic and talk like that and have conversations like that. It just makes you wonder what the heck they're even talking about. But why, right. why you're even going there, you know, in the booth with a hot mic? I have no idea. Anyways, moving on. Uh, name check Henry Cahuto. 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 Thank you Cejudo. for that. Henry Cahuto sends keyboard warrior. Sean O'Malley, a UFC belt, a, a, a keyboard warrior UFC belt, I should say, which is pretty funny. Kevin, what do you think, fair or foul? Yeah, this is fair all the way. Henry Cejudo's kind of a clown. Uh, it seems like he's been vocal ever since he retired. Looks like he wants a, a, maybe a piece of that uh, belt. I, I would love to see them fight, to be honest, but Sean O'Malley, you kind of deserve one, so this is fair. Yeah, it's pretty funny looking, too, by the way. Chris, what do you think, fair or foul? Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't understand completely what the whole keyboard championship or warrior belt is about. Uh, it seems like you should get that belt if you're online talking a lot of mess and, and you don't go out there and back it up. I don't know what's O'Malley talking a lot of mess and, and not backing it up. It seems like after the fight, he's been pretty quiet. So I'm going to say foul. seems like he's picking on a man while he's down. Uh, you know, he did get kind of a, a, a weird injury there, but that's no excuse. And these guys are calling him out saying, hey, that's no excuse. You just got beat. Uh, but I, I'm going foul. Sounds good. All right. Moving on to the NFL. Chiefs ban Native American headdresses face paint uh, reviewing Arrowhead Chop in Kansas City. Kevin, what do you think? Fair or foul? Yeah, this is beyond the gate foul, guys. This is bull crap. All right, this is what makes the Chiefs. What are we gonna do? Ban Chiefs being uh, being a Chief for Halloween? Like, what? Are you, what's the next step, guys? This is, this is bull. And do not ban the Arrowhead chap. Chop. The chop is is 
you can't. It's it's part of it's part of the DNA. Oh, 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 oh. All right, Chris, what do you think? Fair or foul? Yeah, this is totally foul. This is beyond ridiculous. This is, I mean, you want to ask what's next, Kevin? You know they're coming for that name. Sooner or later, they're coming for that name. Telling you they're going to be the Kansas City Barbecues. Okay, uh, sticking with the NFL, Buccaneers Ryan Jensen and Tom Brady. Talk about rear-end sweat issues. What do you think there, Kevin? Is this fair or foul? This is foul. Ain't nobody cares about Tom Brady. He's behind. You're not hiking the ball. <laughs> well, it's foul. well, to, yeah, go, ahead, go ahead, Chris. What fair foul? You, you pick uh, it's, it's for it's for the centers behind, not Tom Brady's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going fair on this, Tom Brady. It's, there's a reason why most people consider him the goat. I'm not saying I do, but most people. Uh, his attention to detail. He doesn't want to be going down there hiking a ball and get sweat all over his hand. He's telling the guy to put a towel plus some powder back there so he can keep it nice and dry. So the attention to detail. This is this is fair. Tom <laughs> Brady wears gloves. We don't need to know about it though. He's I mean, a glove quarterback. <laughs> is that why the balls were so deflated? Because of all that uh, man ass sweat, swamp ass. Might be. Anyway, uh, moving on to boxing. Oscar De La Hoya is making a boxing comeback. He says, "I miss being in the ring." Kevin, what do you think? Fair or foul? Dana White answered it for me in the press conference today. He said. Cocaine's is an expensive drug. This is foul, guys. He last time he was in the ring, he got his knocked, he got his face beat in, and he was it was bad. This is yeah, bad. It does seem like the payments are piling up. But what do you think, Chris? Is this a fair foul on Oscar De La Hoya? Well, yeah. I mean, to to his last fight, I mean, he did go way down in weight, so maybe he doesn't want to go out like that. He wants to go out more at a, a legit weight where he's comfortable. But this is totally foul. He just misses the limelight. He 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 just wants some attention. <laughs> he needs some attention he desperately. Needs some attention. He needs some pay, uh, being able to write some checks too. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining Sideline the Agenda the podcast, exposing sports culture both on and off the field of play. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Parlor, and Instagram. I'm Scott. That's Kevin. And That's real quick, Chris. real quick, I don't want to yeah, cut you yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, real, yeah. real quick here. Go ahead. We want to wish a very, very happy birthday to Kobe Bryant. That's we right. miss you. We love you. It's not the same without you, man. Uh, very happy birthday. That's We're always true. thinking about you. The happy Mamba, birthday. the Black Kobe. Mamba, Kobe. Love you and uh, miss you very much. All right. So this is Sideline Agenda Sports Podcast. Done right. Yeah.